WWTI students would like to remind you that this show is not for the faint of heart, easily offended, or bitchy as bitches. If you have a stick up your ass, listen to something else. But if you're messed up in the head like the rest of us, enjoy the show. Welcome to the We Won the Internet podcast, pre-recorded in a doomsday bunker somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. We strive to half-assedly bring you weird news, scary stories, and anything we find interesting on the web. So please welcome your hosts, Logan Marks and Sam Baxter. Hello, everyone. Hope you're all doing well. It's April 22nd, 2021, and you're deep in the bunker with your two favorite idiots. How are you doing, Sam? You know, I just got done watching that conspiracy queue into the storm. Did you watch that? HBO Max? I did. I I actually watched it a, a couple of weeks ago, and I was waiting okay, for you okay, to yeah. watch it. <laughs> Took me some I, time. I wanted to talk about it. Yeah, I wanted to talk about it because I. But I know you had to wait. Yeah, to watch yeah. I finally it. watched it. I finally watched but it. But finally, what? Now we can finally talk about it. So, so everyone and, should really know how where we stand, right? Man, we did a show on this about a couple months ago about QAnon, and you know how it's basically kind of weird and you know bullshit. But what did you think about it? Did you did you feel like you did you did you feel like what you saw was what you already thought who it was what what was going on uh i didn't know who it was i knew when it first came out and people were talking about it like you know before when when it started becoming a thing and everybody was kind of talking about it i thought it was i thought it was kind of stupid mm-hmm. and i thought it was full of shit cuz it was kind of obvious cuz this I, I don't I didn't think Trump was coming in here to save anybody's ass to save children from, from child pedophiles from uh, molesting being drinking molested the blood or, yeah, I, the Democrats drinking blood of yeah children. drinking the blood for for their power I mean yeah it, it was just kind of dumb it's like I I could see there's a lot of high figure people and and they probably do get into a lot of weird shit and I I, mm-hmm. I could see that um but I don't think I don't think there's like a, a an orange superhero ready to Ready to, you know, well, he didn't do it, so <laughs> it's obvious. <laughs> it's obvious it didn't happen. Yeah, so yeah, it didn't happen, and I I do feel bad for all the people that that uh, actually mm-hmm. fell for it and actually believed it because I I've know I know a couple people. Oh, you do? You know? You know that, people personally that that believed it? Yeah, I mean, like when when I was at the store, mm-hmm. I knew a couple people that worked mm-hmm. I worked with that believed all oh. that stuff. And they were like adamant that it yes. was all true, um, and you know, like I would, when when Biden took took the presidency, the he kept telling us like, well, you know, it's not going to happen until you know, you know, they say that you know on whatever day, so so you know, he's gonna someone's gonna mm-hmm. take over it, you know, he's gonna he's gonna like uh, come in last minute and swoop in and save the day, but and every de- every date that he kept telling me it would always pass and it would yeah. nothing would happen. <laughs> You know, and we had people come into the store, and they were like, they were buying, they're just loading up on supplies or like propane, like uh, pellets, and and just hoarding all their stuff because they they thought that something was going to happen, that you know, the, like the power was going to go out and all this other crazy shit. So it was, it, was, it sounds like it's the same as kind of like how Y two K was. Everyone thought the power was going to go out. Y two K, remember that and. Mm-hmm. Everyone just yeah. believed in this too much. But the thing is, why Y2K was kind of a kind of something that did was a situation. Well, it had to be rectified. That could have. Yeah, it did get rectified. Yeah, I mean, luckily they 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 realized it before it they happened. So it. they you know they 
took the steps into fixing yeah. it before. What I'm saying though is that they people were scared like that, like those doomsday preppers type thing. Yeah, yeah. Wow, so people were actually doing that in your store, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're you know they come in telling us about oh yeah it's like things are gonna happen you know don't worry about it he's gonna save us all and I'm like what are you talking about fucking Dude, weirdo get save the hell us out of all here. yeah but so I I thought it was bullshit but it was when this documentary came up I was ready to watch it because mm. it was it mm-hmm. was really interesting. I I thought because I could, I didn't know there were so many players and so many, um, so many characters behind it, putting this all together. You know, and the motives that they they did were just kind of it. It made me feel well, sad. The motive was money, just like everything, right? I mean, it's basically they have the website, yeah. get the traffic, so that people just continuously visit it, and and then and then you know regurgitate the the information that he's his you know his mm. Q drops. And they put them on their platforms, and they get big, and you know it makes them money. So then they become believers or, or adamant followers to to him, you know Q, whoever you know Q was, mm. and it's just a snowball effect. You know, you you know you're gonna make money from this. It's like a Ponzi scheme. You know, <laughs> it's like it's like. But what I found what I found kind of interesting about it because the way they talked about it, like there was an actual mm-hmm. Q. Yeah. At the beginning. So I don't know if there was an actual cue, if there was someone who, it was a realistic person that was doing this, or it was just, um, and then when they, sw- basically when they switched, because when they started out, it started on like a four, mm-hmm. on four chan, and then eight it chan. went to an eight, to eight, uh, eight chan. And, and within that period of time, they were talking about that the, that the, that the the code on it or like the the information yeah. that was the given drops was were different to, was different yeah, yeah you can tell that stuff yeah yeah you you can tell like being a coder and, I mean you know I, I'm not I'm not like some genius you know savant coder but you know looking at code sometimes you work at look at some mm-hmm. of your other you know teammates code you can tell who writes the code right it has their it has their like mm-hmm. you know yeah, kind they're like saying the you can tell how they write their code, and it's and it's weird. You know, it's like people, you know, handwriting, right? You know, those people they can tell who writes, you know, if they actually write uh-huh. it. But yeah, yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. You know, that it changed hands. Like, and I wonder why that was. They didn't really go back on that, did they? Because I don't think they ever knew if it was somebody different. Yeah, who was the original one? Yeah, that was the only thing about the documentary that that they didn't really go back to see. It was like, well, where where were these? But then again, ones you can't remember. It's all totally anonymous. Only the actual, you know, the, yeah. the site webmaster yeah. would know, which which was that guy yeah. who <laughs> was doing it. You know, he was, you know, he was, you know, only he has access to know that information. It's just, mm. I don't know. You know, it's it, it's good. I and I and I get it for the in, in for internet. You know, you, you don't want it to be policed, right? I, I, I see both sides of the coin. Yes, you want the freedom to post whatever you want. But, like, they were showing there's just tons of, like, anti, you know, Jewish, anti any, you know, religious or and, and, and whatever you want, man. You can find anything there, you know, on, on all those boards. Yeah, you could basically yeah, you could basically be a mm-hmm. piece of shit to people yeah. and, and, you know, say <clears throat> you get whatever away with you it. want. Which I'm like... I'm like, yeah, if you want to, that's great. But it's just like, I mean, it, it makes you want to, I mean, should there be limits? I know, to what that's, you that's the conundrum right now. That's I mean, where people are trying to figure out, like, no, we shouldn't have any limits. The internet should be where you could post free. But then again, it's like, well, 
then you got people posting, you know, remember there was like child pornography and stuff like that. I was like, wait a minute, you know, that, that's, yeah. that's not cool. Like, I, I, I don't dig that. But again, you know, other people might, you know, the people who like that shit obviously don't agree with me. And they think that I'm the one who's inhibiting them, you know, from being free. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's one of those chicken and the egg type scenarios, you know, what are you going to, you know, what, what do you want? If you put a limit on something, if you actually make a ceiling and say, look, you can't talk about anything else. Will that continue? That ceiling continue to go down over time, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm under the pressure, like, like I don't care if you want to yeah, say racist that. stuff, because honestly, it, it it doesn't. If you don't, if somebody pisses you off or whatever, if you want to say, I don't care if like someone doesn't like Mexicans and they want to tell me shit, I don't really care for shit. If you want to put it on your posts, mm-hmm. post it on your website, and hate me all you want, yeah. I don't I don't really give a go shit. ahead. That's yep. your right to hate somebody. But as long as you're not infringing on like ch- the child pornography thing, you're infringing on those on those kids' rights. I mean, you're taking your that's that's mm-hmm. against the law. You know, that's that's basically it's. I know, but you're breaking you're breaking the law. So that that doesn't give you don't have the right to take that from someone else. You're taking the rights from someone else. You know, so you've you as soon as someone else's rights are being infringed upon for your rights, then you've gone too far. And I, I get that. And like I said, we knew a lot about that. They're like, yeah, but it's my right. If I want to be able to put that, I should be able to. I mean, it's, like I said, that's why I said, I, I don't agree with it. But, but, you know, you got the people that are just going to be uh, like, no, you know, it should be okay. I should be able to do this. Like, fuck, no, you shouldn't. Like, <laughs> that's not right. <laughs> you shouldn't be putting up, you know, child pornography and stuff like that. Or, you know. Yeah, but that's my point. I know. Like, there's a limit to that. You, you, that's against the law. But like, if you like, I said, if you want to be a racist see, person, that, I don't care. The thing is, like I said, the ceiling. You know, as long as you're, yeah, as long as you're, yeah, as but as long as you're not like saying, okay, I think we should go down downtown and kill all mm-hmm. the brown people we can find. That that becomes an issue because then now you're going, you're taking away, you know, their safety. But and again, their rights. they can also say no. But I didn't really mean that. Look at like all these these lawsuits that Fox News is getting. They're like. All this stuff that they were saying about the election, you know, that it was rigged and all that. Now they're getting sued because they didn't find anything wrong, right? And so now they're all saying, no, we didn't, you shouldn't have taken us seriously. We're just satire. Exactly. Yeah, we're so see, they can always just put your hands up and say, no, no, why are you taking us seriously? We, were, we didn't mean any of that. It's like, fuck. You know? Yeah, but I don't know. That's kind of stupid. I don't know. They have been, though. That's ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. I know saying. they have. And, and so it's, it's, it's like a slippery slope, you know? It's. Like, again, I, I'm all for, you know, we're all on the internet. We live off the internet. Everybody does. You know, nobody wants any type of limits. But like you said, yeah, certain things. And then who, who's who's going to be in charge of policing all this? Right? Well, I don't like that. Because right? no, we already know. We've talked about it. And you know, a lot of people are getting pretty fragile nowadays. Mm. You know, you, you got to fucking apologize for every little fucking thing. Which, you know, is bullshit. You know, we grew up. We didn't we didn't get apologies, you know. <laughs> we got slapped. We got we got spanked yeah, and shit, yeah. you know. We, we got the chunk <laughs> yeah, We got the up. you know the, the sandals, you know, whipped at us and stuff, but you know, it's just it, it's it's hard to like I said, I, I get it, you know. Obviously porn child porn bad. I 100% agree with, but then it, you know, it, it's just hard because you got a lot of people who believe in their ways, and not, who am I to like you said? If any, if anyone hates on us for being Mexican, fucking so what? You know, so be it. That's your right. You know, like it, it. But but if you mm. want to incite violence, that's the part that. <sighs> yeah, that's when you're going a little too far. And again, you, you'll get the people saying, "Yeah, but it's my right. I should be able to say whatever I want. It's free speech, right? Free speech." And so. 
anyway, there's QAnon, Q clearance, you know, the guy who allegedly had the Q clearance, which is so stupid. Like, like when you read about this, like, like I said, we did a show about this, but, you know, watching more about it, just, it just sounds so fucking bullshit. Like, I can't believe people, <laughs> I, yeah, and I, I, I hope it. I'm not pissing off a lot of people on here because I just don't understand how, you know, the cabal of Satan worshippers, the cannibals, pedophiles, human traffickers, you know, they were only democratic mm-hmm. for some reason. I don't know why. Like it was all Hillary Clinton. It's like what yeah, it's the like, fuck? Yeah, it's, it was. It was always the people that you don't like already. That but it was like only one things. group. It's like the other group didn't do that. Everyone out. The other group was one hundred percent good. You know, and it's pure, pure goodness. It's like mm. shit. Like, <laughs> like you could have made it like a little more balanced or something. Like. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because that's if you if you made it balanced, nobody would give a shit. But you know, because you got to have your villains. If you don't have that, then you know no one's gonna. You gotta you gotta blame somebody for for all the problems in order to rob yeah, people. Yeah, I know, I know it. It so yeah, but it was it was a pretty good. There's there's a lot of characters in in the in that documentary that like there's that uh Frederick uh Bre- Brennan Brennan the oh the, yeah the yeah guy in the, wheel, the, the original the owner wheel he's the one that H-Han. started. Yeah, he created mm-hmm. he's created H and he, it was kind of cool because the. He was basically, at the beginning, it seemed like he was like, yeah, you know, hey, you have the mm-hmm. right to say whatever you want. But the more he started realizing what was going on on there and how it was actually harming, mm-hmm. you know, the country, then he kind of said, I, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. Yeah, it was, yeah. And. Go ahead. Oh, and they didn't want to be a part of it anymore. And. It was kind of kind of interesting the, the way they had it with the, and then there's these other two characters, uh, with like a father mm-hmm. and son group, uh, and they they pretty much took over yeah, they HN, and they pretty much bought it and was letting letting Frederick do mm-hmm. whatever he kind of wanted for a while until he started like you know not really wanting to be a part mm-hmm. of it or be connected with it. And like those guys, like it was like Ron and I can't remember the dad's name. Uh, was like, D- Jim, uh, Jim Watkins, yeah, Jim Watkins. Uh, and and those two were just I. And what basically what we're saying is with the, with the money issue, they took the Q uh, drops and stuff, and they just kind of kept it. It yes. they kept it going, so that they can you know keep those keep those people who are all in, into the Q, kept the traffic uh, alive you know, on their site, keeping to their. Yep. Keep the traffic alive, yeah, and that's kind of where the money was at when when the when the, the when the when the filmmaker was investigating. That's he; those were his like mm-hmm. main two suspects. But like as you go through the documentary, it's like they kind of. It's kind of. I like the way they kind of just went with different people. They're like, "Well, it could mm-hmm. be this guy, it could be this guy," and they kind of like took down all the information on that person and say, "Well," and and kind of checked them off because like you know, they, well, you know, yeah. these guys didn't. Couldn't have been this guy because yeah, of this went down and that. every avenue, and yeah, it kind of went down every every avenue, which is kind of interesting. And then they kind of zeroed in on the mm-hmm. the father son team. I know <laughs> they were just Jim was just a little. He was a, he was a little bit odd. He seemed nice, like certain things seemed nice, but some things like when when Brent when Frederick was uh, pointing him out, like how you know how he was, he seemed really nice. But then when Frederick like you know when he said that Jim busted into his hotel and in his apartment and. 
started laying into him and stuff like that. And it was like, damn, you know, because, you know, it's always weird. You see everyone's, like, shell, the outside and how they look and how they see, they act. And they seem really cool and nice. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, it's, you saw certain aspects of him, you know, that weren't so cool. And then he was all at the – and, again, he was at the um, at the White House, which is fine. I mean, he wasn't, like, you know, ransacking the White House, you know, breaking in or anything. But – you know, you, you again. He can believe what he wants. He can he can have his whole type of faith in anything. But you know, it was you could tell like what he what he really aligned with, and it was money. Money was mm. his was it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think they, it, well, I don't think it was all think money so? either, because he because no because like if you watch the documentary, he was losing a lot of money mm-hmm. keeping that up. So remember, because he had like. It, it, while he was doing, it, he had this pig yeah. farm. He, yeah, in the middle of the documentary, he had to, he That's had to right. sell it, and he he was actually lo- he. I think he fell. I think he was really getting high off just the mm-hmm. the attention of it, and and the fact that he was manipulating <clears throat> mm-hmm. all these people. Because when if you if you if you watch it towards the middle, like he was actually struggling. Yeah, he had with to sell cash. the pig farm. Yeah, and so that's why I don't. I think at the beginning it was money, and then it became. Almost like a like a high on being able to yeah manipulation control people the way he was you know mm-hmm. manipulation and and the whole time he was acting like oh I don't know uh, I'm not a very yeah. political person you know he was all both he was full he of was. shit the whole through the whole beginning of the video uh, the film and he was so fucking was. creepy dude um but the more it went on you're like just saying like you know that you know, he was behind it do you remember that part where they were like eating. It was like towards the end, like the last episode, maybe second last episode. And they're eating, ah, they were eating pizza, and he's like, and he gets mm-hmm. to the crust, and he he puts it in sideways like it's a dick, and he's just like going in and out of his mouth, like, <laughs> like, just like, <laughs> like, like he's just, and he's like doing it, and he's got that creepy smile that I was like, what the fuck, like, like, yeah, he was a weirdo. <laughs> that that uh, that dude was fucking weird. Every time he was on there, I felt yeah, sturdy. like I don't like, want to hear him talk. Yeah, I'm gonna need on. a shower after I hear him talk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. Need, I'm done with this, this guy. Uh, Code monkey, the son of Ron. Yeah, he he wasn't as creepy, but was, you could he tell was oh, he, was yeah, he was off a little bit too. Um, yeah, but watching it, there's a lot of characters. Uh, it's an interesting watch. Like the whole way, it's it's mm-hmm. it's well paced. Uh, I thought anyway, and it, it and it's the ending. They don't really tell you who Q is, but you get a really good idea who it is. Well, I, I mean, yeah, I mean they they kind of basically tell you who it is, and like you said, <clears throat> like you said, you knew a couple people that did that were part of this. I I knew one guy. That that was part of it, and but I knew him like I don't see him anymore. I used to work with him, and so we text, and he was like, he kept like trying to get me to believe into this and stuff. And then when all this ended and Biden took office, he he was like, man, he goes, I got played. He's like, man, I can't believe I believe this. Yeah, and I was like, man, I kept trying to tell you, and he's like, yeah, he was like, I can't yeah. believe it. He goes, because he was all asking me like, I can't believe you're just going with the norm. You're not questioning anything. I go, well, I'm questioning, but I'm. I don't think you're asking the right questions. Like, like you, you're you're yeah. going into I the wrong the prob- sections. The problem was, yeah, the problem was he wasn't. Yeah, he was just it. taking it all. Oh, he's doing this. I'm like, how? Why would you think that? Like, I just, 
<clears throat> like to me, yes, obviously we question things, right? We talk, you and our old podcast, we talk about a bunch of weird stuff. And on this one we do. And it's like, yeah, I question. I don't just believe everything. But again, just because this guy's dropping this shit doesn't mean I'm just going to fucking blindly follow him. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and that's you and it's like that's what you wanted me. me to do. You you're telling me that I don't that I I blindly follow shit, but I'm not blindly following you. And uh, yeah, it's like fuck that you you're just a sheep because you don't pay attention. You don't listen to what I tell you again. To to, and it's like no, that that's yeah. what a sheep does. I, I, and again, <laughs> these are these are these are like conversations I don't want to really have because you know I feel my way, people feel this their way. You're not gonna change it. Like people, people aren't gonna. No. People don't want to hear things. No. Like I was surprised that that guy told me he felt played. I was totally surprised when he mm. said, "Yeah." He goes, "Cause, cause I don't feel like a lot of people believe it. Like a lot of people are holding on, right? Just oh, he's gonna come back in twenty twenty four. You know, he's, yeah, yeah. Well, he lost. He, he lost did. a lot of. He did. Yes, of people. But I don't know. Did all those Q tubers show it? Uh, um, did he, did he lose them? I don't, I don't know if he lost them, but I know a lot of people stopped. Did they really stop following it? Because it was just at the, at the, yeah, I I've seen a lot of episodes where, or a lot of shows where people are just like I I feel like an idiot for oh, believing man. this shit. I feel stupid, and 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 I I I like I said I feel sorry for him because you know it's it's tough to to swallow that you know I because especially when you followed it so close and it was like you believed it so much and to actually come out with nothing. I, I, I have more respect for them because they actually looked in and said, "Okay, I I I gotta start, I gotta start realizing that maybe this isn't the truth." You know, at least I, it gives me a little bit of hope that people are not mindless sheep mm-hmm. that are just gonna, you know, they fall into something and they're just gonna mm-hmm. keep believing it. You know, if you question, if you start questioning it and then you change your mind at some point because you start actually following the the logic and the evidence, then you know, I, I think it's more power. Yeah, to I get them. that. I get that. And again, you know, you can give people so much all the information they just won't believe it. They just they don't want to no. believe it. You know, how dare you? How dare you tell me that you know, like whatever, God's not real. Like you know, even though there's no evidence to yeah. prove that He is, you can't tell me otherwise. You know, it's, it's yeah, and like, and I don't mind having these conversations with people, and I'll call mm-hmm. I'll call them out on it because even if, even if they know that they're not going to change their mind right then and there, because I know. When I had those conversations with people, like mm-hmm. when I was religious, and people would have those conversations, it's those little conversations that I had over a period of time that actually oh, really? swayed me eventually. Yeah, because I mean, you can only defend craziness for so long, and then pretty soon you 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 have to yeah, question man, it. We're... You know, because even people who are faithful, they always question yeah. the faith. And at some point, you, it you you got to say, well, man, I, I can't defend this anymore. I can't defend that. I can't defend this. I mean, I've, 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 you know, I've argued with these people, and I'm, I'm, I, maybe some of the things that they're bringing up. I mean, at that point in time, I'm not about believe it, but maybe the things they're bringing up will later, you know, as as it builds up, maybe it'll sway me to say, like, maybe I should actually start looking into this, and maybe it's not what I thought it was. That's a tough one, like I said, because if you ask somebody religious, they say you don't have, you never had faith, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's, that's an argument. That's one of their their. Yeah, that's one of their gotchas. Yeah. That's what they try to. That's what they try to uh, mm-hmm. fool you into thinking. You, or you're, oh, you, you never had faith. You just didn't have faith. No, it's just because I actually actually questioned it. Yeah, no, I, you know, it's 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 crazy. It was a good watch, so I felt like it was good. I felt like the what was it, six episodes was was pretty good. It was it was 
it was a lot of information, and that's what I liked. I didn't want like a one hour or two hour show. You know, I felt like this needed a lot mm-hmm. of data. It was good because, like I said, it went down the coding. It showed like how the drops were were, were deployed. It showed how you know <clears throat> how they were also you know yeah, spread it, out. It yeah, it broke everything it was, down. Yeah, pretty, I really liked that. I really liked that. You know, for me, somebody like that who likes to know the ins and outs of how something works, it was fantastic to see that. I don't personally go on eight chan. I don't know if you ever do. I don't do it. No, I, I've never. I tried to get on it, but I was just like, yeah. I, I don't have time. I, I, like I said, <laughs> people can post shit. Like I said, racism stuff and stuff. Some of me, some of me just doesn't want to see all that all the time. And so I was like, eh, I'm not gonna mm. do this. It's also why I don't go on the dark web. <laughs> like guys at work, are like, hey, you should go on here. I'm Let's like, fuck that. It. Like I have no desire. Keep your mind I, I'm clean. not. I didn't say that. I'm clean not clean. I didn't say that. <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> my, 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah, Pornhub's porn porn good. I know at least everything on there should be 18 and above. <laughs> I don't want anything below. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah, if it, if you're out there and you and you and you see it on there, uh, give it a watch. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It's worth the. It's worth the time. And uh, I think you. I think everybody mm-hmm. will enjoy it. I agree. All right, so we're going to take a break, and when we get back, we're going to do shit on the internet. See you guys in a little bit. This week's sponsor is me, Jerry Hearthstone. You don't know who I am. I'm pretty much just a listener of the show. I love Sam. Logan, you're a piece of shit, and you know why. Uh, But Sam owed me some money from some gambling debts. He said I could be on the show, and I told him that would make a square. I, I really don't know what to say. But I do have some leftover vinyl flowing from last year's kitchen remodel. Anybody wants to come pick it up at my house, text me at uh, 555-2345. I I can give you a good deal on it. Uh, Yeah, I'm just recently divorced. uh, So if there's any ladies out there, uh, 30 to 45, I'm cool with any uh, race. I I like to swing every way. Uh, And also, I like a little junk in the trunk. So you all know what I'm talking about. So yeah, you know. Uh, so feel free to check me out on my Facebook page if you're in the Seattle area. If you like what you see, hit me up on the DMs. So that is that all the time I have, Sam? So how many people are going to hear this? Maybe two? That's not fucking what we talked to you. That's not what you told me. Hey, we you still owe you some fucking money. Thanks, everyone, coming back for Shit on the Internet. Um, I got this first story here. Uh, according to police in Oklahoma City, a 34-year-old Joshua Carp stole a Doritos delivery truck. On the morning of March 21st, <laughs> okay, <laughs> the delivery driver had pulled up to a gas station and left the vehicle idling as he went inside. That was all Carp needed as he jumped inside and took off. Ooh, nice. The Frito-Lay employee, the Frito-Lay employee <laughs> noticed the truck was across the street <laughs> in another parking lot. <laughs> Some so, so Frito-Lay guy. Frito-Lay guy was kind of perplexed and he went to go check it out. And, and when he walked up to the truck, Carp took off. <laughs> I just imagine so, there him like talking to some chick. I'll try to try to pick up some chick there. That, like the dude just know, passing like, by. I know. <laughs> now, as Carp led police on a wild yet slow chase, Oklahoma Highway <laughs> Patrol and Garfield County Sheriff's Office assisted. As the man reportedly smashed into several law enforcement vehicles, and the chase continued, backup from Enid police joined in. Some law enforcement tried using spike traps, but Carp Simple swervedly swerved around them. <laughs> they also set up a roadblock, <laughs> but the man turned the truck in a different direction. So, man, this fucking dude. <laughs> I know, this guy's, this guy's uh, unstoppable. 
Yeah, this guy's I know, he's like the Terminator. <laughs> officers eventually officers eventually were able to shut out the front driver's side tire of the Doritos truck, which requires <laughs> amazing marksmanship, mind you. So so kudos to the police. Um, he was forced to stop with the chase ending just before unit city limits. Somehow nobody was hurt during the whole ordeal, and there's no information how many bags of Dorito carp consumed during the chase. So... <laughs> <laughs> Just for an FYI, the the Oklahoma City Police Department Captain Jeff Spool said he wanted he wanted to know why the delivery truck was chosen for the getaway vehicle. After all, it sticks out like a sore thumb. So police had no, absolutely no trouble finding it. Plus, it's not very fast. So he he co- cops were wondering why why the fuck he chose this, but nobody knows. Man, you think Dorito would like jump on that as an advertising campaign? I know, huh? Right? <laughs> you, you can't stop us. You can't stop you us. Can't stop we're so good. Yeah. You want to steal our trucks? Yeah, you go. Yeah, that would be a good idea. <laughs> so good, even thieves Can't want us. Can't stop the crunch. Man. I know. Yeah, like I, I said, Frito, the Frito-Lay employee was the one that went to go try and stop it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I, I, I'd love to see commercials with that guy. <laughs> that guy in them. <laughs> yes, I know. That would be awesome. Uh, he gets out of jail. He's all I fucking know. delivery. He's like all famous <laughs> on, on TV for the first uh, Dorito commercials. <laughs> Yeah, that would be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I I got a story here. So a new video has surfaced on the internet, and it shows a woman squirting breast milk at her fellow festival goers. The video video shows a woman wearing a black one-piece swimsuit, along with a cap, sunglasses, and a pair of red boots as she dances around before suddenly whipping out her boobs and starts spraying milk all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a hose. I know, she must have a lot of milk in there. She then carries yeah. on she then carries on twerking and dancing before one festival goer uh who appears to be crouching in front of her attempting to catch the milk in her mouth. Oh <laughs> fuck. So uh, the clip was filled was filmed in uh twenty nineteen, but it has resurfaced on the internet now and it's Leaving people shocked. The video has already gathered like a million <laughs> views, and there's Ugh. tons of comments on there, which many seem to be, um, which it it seems to be just increasing with views and comments as as we speak. You know, like it's it's really popular, mm-hmm. it's going viral. Yeah. So especially the video has been met with some backlash, though. People, some people are upset because they're they're kind of pissed off because she's wasting the baby's milk because she probably had a kid, right? <laughs> <laughs> and just like they're upset because she's just dispensing it out in public without, you know, not any concern of her child. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, some people are just like uh, getting really upset because she's wasting that milk because apparently uh, breast milk is uh, like gold. <laughs> it's a commodity, yeah. Because people buy it, I guess. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, which, I get, which I understand because I remember seeing a documentary where this guy, uh, where these like bodybuilders. We're actually, oh yeah, we talked about yeah, that, didn't we? Yeah, we're actually purchasing breast milk from people off off eBay, and so oh, like, yeah, there's people upset because like she's giving away this this valuable commodity. I <laughs> know <laughs> that's gold, damn it's, <laughs> it's gold. Squirt gold all over the floor. <laughs> so yeah, so mm. the, the video's out there. Uh, the, no one has identified the woman yet, um, but if you want to see it, you can you can. Uh, Check the link and watch it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's fucking gross, but awesome. God damn. I don't. I don't think I'm gonna watch that. 
I'm good. <sighs> okay, so I got this next, next door here. A Georgia man has accused his former employee of a childish move. After he received his final payment of $915 mm-hmm. in all in pennies, oh. Andreas, Andreas Flatten discovered... Andreas Flotten had discovered the haul of 9,000 coins, which were covered in an oily, greasy substance at the bottom of his driveway. On the top of the pile was his final payslip, along with an explicit parting message from the car workshop where he worked. Now, Mr. Flatten left his job in November and claims he had encountered difficulty receiving the payment. He now spends his nights gradually cleaning the pennies so he can cash them in, and took him an hour and a half to make a few hundred of the coins usable. <laughs> so... <laughs> So that's my, so petty, man. That's <laughs> fucked up. No, no, but L- L- Miles Walker, who owns the workshop, told the TV station that he did not know he had dropped. He didn't remember. He doesn't know if he had dropped the pennies outside Mr. Flatten's house or not. He can't remember. Just, he says, he says, quote, I don't really remember. It doesn't matter. He got paid. That's all that matters. Unquote. <laughs> Fucking dickhead. What a dick. <laughs> I know. So the businessman then called Mr. Flatten a weenie. And... <laughs> 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 yeah, I know. He's not a dick. He's a weenie. He's a weenie. Uh, and uh, Mr. Flatten's girlfriend says he hopes the incident will highlight how people are treated as poorly as their employers. You know, some employees are shitty, but yeah, it's, it's you know, he's trying to, you know, look at the silver lining. He says he found a penny that was from 1937, and, mm. you know, I guess he's cool with that. But, I mean, that's <laughs> fucked up. Wouldn't that be? I'd be pissed like, I'm not my, gonna... if that was my last paycheck from somebody. I mean, yeah. the guy has to be a huge dick. I, I don't know. Maybe this guy was a trouble employee. Maybe he was, maybe he gave him a lot of shit the whole time he was there. You know, maybe or, but or just like quit and just never, you know, <clears throat> gave two weeks. Yeah, he could have been. At that, so I'd be like, hey, yeah, you're getting pennies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I know. <laughs> you're fucked, guy. You're fucked. <sighs> But well, at least he got paid. You know, he he did get paid. Yeah, that, that's the silver line. He's looking at it that way. He says it sucks, but he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna cash him in." Yeah. So, all right, I got a story here. Um, it all started when uh, Cravo's animal rescue workers received the unusual call. Uh, evidently, a uh, upset woman told that that there was a scary, scary creature sitting out on a tree, and it was terrifying the neighborhood. So the caller was so scared that she couldn't describe the thing accordingly. She she told him that it was a brown, uh, it was this brown creepy looking thing, and people were so afraid that they you know they didn't want to open their windows for days because it was out there just watching. <laughs> oh shit! So so she called and she and um, when they asked her what does it look like, she's like, well, it looks it looks like a iguana. So mm-hmm. you know, they, and she talked to them for talked to the the. Uh, the workers were a little bit to, to, and they were saying that uh, they specify the creature. It doesn't move, but it shows no action whatsoever. But it's just out there watching us. Mm-hmm. So she asked the workers to come down and pick it up if they can, you know, get it, get rid of it. So, okay. so they went down there, and the rescuers started to search for the animal. Uh, after a while, they they found it in the tree, and they realized that this 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 poor thing that they reported, it had no legs or no arms. And and they found out that basically, the thing that was scaring the neighborhood was a piece of uh, French croissant that got thrown up in a tree. (laughs) (laughs) French croissant. (laughs) 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 (
scared of a French croissant. <laughs> yes. So Man, I love French croissants. <laughs> so everybody in the neighborhood is like thinking, thinking this thing was a creep. Because if you look at the picture, it looks fucking creepy. But <laughs> 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 like the, they were there for, they didn't want to open their windows. They're all scared of it. And, oh. oh, man. They were terrorized <laughs> by the, ter- croissant, by the ter- French. The, the French fucking croissant French. was terrorized in the neighborhood. Yep. <laughs> Oh, oh dirty French. You, you can't I trust love him. croissants, man. <laughs> Fuck. That's, that's a scary story, man. That scares me, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <clears throat> that's good. That's a good one. <laughs> damn, who would throw a croissant in the tree? <laughs> Fuck. Oh, maybe they I had a bunch of them croissant. and they're full. So, like, yeah, I guess, man. Because you know, it, it's just going to get hard and gross, so you might as well just get rid of it, right? I wonder why the birds didn't eat it or anything. Like, that's weird. Maybe it was so scary looking that they even scared the birds. Yeah, I oh, know. Oh, it's like a scarecrow. <laughs> <laughs> Not even the animals want to touch it. <laughs> it's fucking must be hideous. That thing. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so we're going to take a break. and we get back, we'll do I Can't Believe It's Not Google. And we'll see you guys in a little bit. And we're back to I Can't Believe It's Not Google, where people from the internet ask us for advice on life, sex, love, and everything in between. So Sam and I listen to the problems and bless them with our infinite wisdom. It's not good advice. It's not bad advice. It's just our shitty advice. So this week, we have uh, Tony from New Jersey. And Tony says, uh, so my girlfriend and I have a decent amount of sex. However, the problem is I feel that she has just become a selfish lover. I love foreplay, and I love making uh, love to her and making her feel good. And at first, she was the same way. But over time, she stopped trying to please me as much and seems to really just focus on herself. For example, I love to receive oral, and and so does she. We used to trade off, but now she just flat out refuses and only expects me to give her oral. Meanwhile, we have also incorporated toys and other things into the bedroom at her suggestion. My girlfriend and I just had our four, an- four year anniversary recently and after some foreplay, I told her I want I would really like to do uh, 69. And she just kind of groaned and refused. I asked if she didn't like it, but she kind of snapped at me and said, just because you love it doesn't mean I have to. I don't hate oral, I just don't want to do it. So I just dropped it. Uh, the problem is though, this has been going on for years now. I mentioned the list of things in the bedroom that we do specifically for her and that it would just be real nice if we could do something that I want to do. But then she just said she'll just stop asking for stuff in the bedroom. Then I feel like Jeez. it's yeah, I know. I feel like it's not much to ask, but lately all sex has all sex has been a lot of foreplay and toys for her. Then she just kind of lays there and has me do all the work. Aside from that, our relationship is uh, amazing and solid. It's just, <laughs> it's just tough. <laughs> no, it's just shit. <laughs> you get like all angry, more and more angry the yeah, more I, I read. <laughs> I know. Fuck. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just tough because I feel like the sexual component is really important, and I'm concerned as plan. Uh, I'm concerned as plans for engagement are set for later this year, but now I'm shaky on it. I think she, 
I think she believes so long as I have somewhere to stick it in, I'll be happy. But I want sex to be more than that. I just feel like she doesn't care about my needs like I care about hers anymore. I am being reasonable for being a, am I being reasonable for being a bit upset about this? I don't know how to solve the problem without starting an argument at this point based off her rea- her previous reaction. I think, man, I think, I mean, she said everything was everything was going fine before, right? She used to do it. Yeah, like and everything. then yeah, and then recently she just kind of <clears throat> she stopped. Yeah. Let's fucking move on, guy. Don't don't I mean, I mean, if you're not happy with this right now, it's and you're not even married, it's gonna get worse. Yeah, after the wedding, she's probably gonna just couldn't not have sex like now at all. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, you could just you know, she'll just play with her toys and you can just watch, or she'll do it on her own. Yeah, it's no, you, there's this, no need. I mean, like I said, if if everything was good at one point, like if everything was bad from day one, then it was, then you there's nothing changed, and if you decide to put up with it or you know get with it, even if it was like that, that's on you. But if she changed and decided like I don't want to do this with you anymore, you know, just service me, mm-hmm. she's, you know, obviously selfish. And um, she's not worth fucking having. I don't think so. I, I think she. What do you think? It almost sounds like she's. She feels like she's. She has it locked down, you know. And mm-hmm. at that point, now that she feels like she has them locked down, like she could do whatever she wants. Yeah. Like she could just get away with not not doing, you know, her part. And the only thing that also concerns me is because it seems like a lot of this stuff is. It's she might be cheating on you. I was kind of wondering that too. Like, is she getting it from somebody else? Yeah. Because usually, usually, if they're getting it from someone else, you know, they come home, they only want to do, like, the basics. You know, if yeah, they have to do bare it. minimum. Yeah. Because, you know, she's no, tired. Her, her mouth is tired from sucking some other dude's cock. So she doesn't want yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I've been chewing gum all day. Uh, my jaw hurts. My jaw's so sore. Yeah, I know. I ate a banana at lunch. <laughs> my jaw's sore. I was I deep, thro- do this, I was deep throating a banana for lunch. And I, can't, <laughs> I know. I just, I just can't it's put like, another... Another phallic thing in my mouth. It's like that Jim Watkins on <laughs> with the pizza. He's all fucking creepy guy. That was funny though. No, I, I think that um, I, like you said, I think that she's either got somebody else on the side or she's she's like losing interest in him because there's no reason like to just drop off like that. Yeah, especially, like I said, especially if she was doing it before. Especially since he's actually putting in the work. You think mm-hmm. that you know you'd have to put in your side as well, because if that's not happening, then why even why even be there to you know to think that uh, oh you're just as long as you have a hole and you can stick it in, yeah, you know, fuck that. Well, maybe he needs to find another chick. That's what I think too. Like, there's some there's yeah, something going on. Yeah, I'm sure he'll find some chick that'll suck his dick. Because mm-hmm. the other part being solid, it just it just sounds like you have a roommate, like a really cool roommate. Mm-hmm. But yeah. You, if she's not willing to do all that stuff, it's like it's just gonna get worse as it goes on. I don't think it's gonna get better. No, no, it, it obviously is going worse. I don't see her like being at one day. Hey, let's fucking let's do this all again. Yeah. Let's let me suck your dick every day. That's you know, crazy. like we used yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. It's it's only getting worse, guy. I would. Uh, what was his name? His name was Tony from Jersey. Tony from Jersey. Um, yeah, Tone man, move on. Yeah, guy. I, I don't think this is. I don't think this is gonna work. I mean. Or like I said, you could keep her around, but you can get a side piece, a couple side pieces, and I would, you know, yeah. get I, I would get your it, shit taken care of there. Yeah, I would I would call off the wedding and say, hey, <laughs> I'm not feeling it. Uh, I, yeah, I think I just want to kind of move on and see how, and see maybe if her how fucking, she reacts. Yeah, if she reacts, if maybe 
Maybe you do she that. Might, she's she's like, not well, even shit, care. Maybe I don't have a salt. <laughs> yeah. But but again, like you said, it, if she if she doesn't even care, then you know that it was then you're doing the right thing. Yeah. If she doesn't care, even if she does care, I would that would uh, that would kind of make me still nervous if she's like all of a sudden she's like, okay, we'll, we'll do this. But how long is it gonna be before she starts doing it again if you get married? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I I don't think either. Like I said, with Tony, either if you if you love her that much and you think like he said everything's solid. Besides that, go get a side piece and go take care of your shit there, or fucking move on. Because I don't think this is gonna get any better. Yeah. All it's right. only been getting worse. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I agree with you 100. percent Get out of there. Get out of there. All right. So. All right, so it's about time to wrap it up. Uh, stay tuned for the after show, the the dark web, where we're talking about uh, stupid criminals. Very stupid. Very stupid. We'll see you guys on the other side. Goodbye. If you enjoy the show, please go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you're listening and give us a good rating. If you want to share a story or have ideas for a future episode, you're welcome to visit us at www.wewontheinternet.podbean.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Welcome to the Dark Web, the WWTI Studios After Show. All right, thanks everyone for sticking around for the dark web. Like Logan said, we've been talking about the stupidity of criminals. So, man, some of these men are just, I can't believe it. Some of them I get, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about it as we go along. But <laughs> this first one, like, here's this first one. In mid-2018 in Vancouver, Washington, Ryan Wardlow broke into an escape room and grabbed a remote control, a smartphone, and a beer. Right? Mm-hmm. He was fucking broke in there. Have you been in an escape room? I've I have heard, not. I've heard of them, but I've, I've never been in one before. Neither have I. I don't. I don't think I want to do that. I don't have patience <laughs> for that. <laughs> so, so Wardlow, he was cool. He's like, "Fuck, I'm gonna sit down, drink this beer," and he brought his own food. He had like a he had a burrito that he brought, and he ate that as <laughs> he sat down. Damn, brought his own food, man. He was prepared. <laughs> yeah, man. He's in the crime scene. He's just eating, sitting down with the beer and eating. So after he finished his food and his drink, he tried to leave the room. But again, it's an escape room, right? So you can't just fucking get out. <laughs> so, you know, he, he broke the doorknob, right? He tried to get out. He's all freaking out. He broke the doorknob, you know, as he was trying to get in. So he couldn't get out. And, uh-huh. you know, the door was just fucking shut. So, you know, he, he ended up, um, he was trying any type of door that he could see there. He just bang on and everything. Couldn't get out, freaking out, freaking out. Uh-huh. So he's like, fuck, I'm stuck in here. I'm stuck. And so he, he started to panic. So he called 911. <laughs> he, told the, <laughs> he told the operator that he was calling from an escape room because he his home was being burglarized, right? So mm-hmm. he was he was part of the group, but he heard his his you know his, his house is burglarized, so that's why he's calling for help, right? He's trying to cover for yeah. himself. So as he waited for the cops, he managed to, to you know break down one of the doors, like open it enough, and he broke through it. So he was like, fuck it. Like, he finally got out. So, then, you know, he was like, fucking freedom. So he busted out the front doors and all the cops were waiting for him right there. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> all the cops that he had called were waiting for him there. So he, so he got arrested and charged with secondary burglary. <laughs> nice. I, I mean, hey, man, those cops wouldn't have been there if he didn't call them. <laughs> I know. I, I don't even know why he called because it seemed like he was able to break out on his own. <laughs> 
I, well, initially he got pretty scared, right? Oh. You know, he was pretty freaked out. You know, and, and event like I think he went, you know, crazy enough that he oh, finally he... broke the door after like twenty minutes. You know, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I got this next story here. In 2011, Timothy Chapek broke into a Portland woman's home. He okay, so he went into her bathroom and he jumped in the shower. Like, oh, nice. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't, I don't get this, man. The first guy drinking, sitting down, having a beer and a burrito, which is not a bad combination. But <laughs> don't do it on, don't do it while you're fucking trying to break into places. So this guy, Timothy, got in the shower. So while he was getting all nice and clean, he heard the homeowner return. Oh, so shit. he freaked out. He thought that she might have guns. <laughs> so he locked the bathroom door, grabbed his phone, and called the cops. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he, he confessed into breaking into the home and begged them to help him. Now the homeowner, Hillary McKenzie, she heard his voice in the bathroom and called her two German shepherds with her. And the trio went to confront him. She asked him, "What are you doing in my house, taking a shower?" And he responded, "I broke in. I was kidnapped." That's what he told her. He what? was kidnapped. I was kidnapped. <laughs> yeah. So, so what is it? You so, broke in or you were kidnapped? Yes, exactly. That's, that's that's the stupidity of these burglar. So she went out and called the cops, right? And they arrived. You know, they sh- they showed up soon after and they arrested him. Now, Timothy, you know, was adamant about a story. He claimed that the, a group of men had kidnapped him and put him in the bathroom where he was told to take a shower. That's <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So of course, cops didn't believe him, and he was charged with misdemeanor for criminal trespassing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. That's a, that's all the burglars want was for him to take a shower. <laughs> well, okay, <laughs> maybe he smelled so bad that they had to kidnap him, and it was like yeah, intervention, <clears throat> bathing yeah. intervention. I've, it's all fake, man. It's all fake news. <laughs> so, <clears throat> this next one here: in early 2015, Leland Ayala Doliente and Holland Sward were driving from California to Montana with about 20 pounds of marijuana in the car. That's a lot of marijuana. <laughs> so, as they made, so as they made their way across the Nevada-Idaho border, they became convinced that the cops were using civilian cars to follow them. Oh, they're all paranoid. So the, yeah. So the paranoia spiraled. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Paul, so, yeah, hold on. The, par- the paranoia spiraled out of control, so they, they decided to call the cops. So the 911 dispatcher answered, and Doliente told her, Quote, hi, uh, we're two dumbasses that got caught trying to bring some stuff through your border. And all the cops here, <laughs> and all your cops are just driving around us like a bunch of jack wagons. And I'd like just for you guys to end it. That's what he said, unquote. That's what he told the, the dispatcher. So she had this. The dispatcher's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And she she tried to assure Doliente that there were no cops following them. Like, chill out. <laughs> but she eventually got Doliente to give a location and she sent a car to check up on him right like hey maybe something's wrong with this guy you know so the officer arrived and he found the two men with their hands on their heads and the marijuana tied up in a garbage bag on the side of the road <laughs> now the, the, the pair was arrested and both tested positive for marijuana they were charged with felony drug trafficking now holland sward was sentenced to 30 days in jail However, Doliente, the one, the smart caller, mm. tested positive for marijuana, cocaine, and oxycodone. And it was on a sentencing day, and he received one and a half to eight years in prison. Oh, man. <laughs> no wonder he's all fucking paranoid. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's, it's so good. Don't man. get high on your own supply. 
That that's what they always told us, man. <laughs> Don't get high on your own supply, man. So I get this next one. Early 2016, an El Dorado County, California police officer spotted Tristan Crossland and Derek Diano's car swerving on the road, and he attempted to pull them over. Now, however, Crossland was a parolee, and Diano, who had four active warrants, they had meth, heroin, marijuana, and a gun in the car. So they were like, fuck, if we get caught, we're going back to jail. Yeah. So they parked the car, and they jumped out. Now, they ran down a canyon, crossed an icy river, ran across a snow-covered ground, and disappeared into the woods. So several hours later, Crossland and Diano ran into a Forest Service officer who warned them they, that they might freeze to death. You know, mm-hmm. like, go back into town, man. Yeah. Get out of here. You know, you guys aren't, you know, they're not, yeah, they didn't have any, like, you know, any gear for that. But they're like, fuck this. If we go back, you know, into town, we're going to get busted. We're going back to prison. So they went back, they went further into the forest to hide. So hours passed, and the pair started to worry that they were actually going to freeze to death. So what they do? They call nine one one and begged to be arrested. <laughs> so a SWAT team found them the next morning as they were suffering from hypothermia and possible frostbite. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, well, policemen said of the pair, "I've never, I've never seen two people happier to go to jail." <laughs> <laughs> They were charged with felons in possession, evasion of peace of a peace officer, and numerous narcotics charges. So, fuck. <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh, my God. That's just... It's like they're so dumb. That it's hard to believe that they're true. But then again... I know. People are so stupid. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, it's so good. It's so good. Um... So a couple of weeks before Christmas 2017, Jesse Barub decided to rob Lori's little, little Shack, a California bar where he was a regular customer. So he was inspired by the Christmas spirit, so Barub chose to break in through the chimney. So he sneaked onto the roof, slipped into the chimney's opening, which was less than 18 inches wide, and mm. slowly slid down the flue. Mm. Now about halfway down, he reached the dead end. The pipe took a 90-degree corner, oh, and it was shit. impossible for him to... Yeah, <laughs> he couldn't go any further. So, so he tried to climb out of the chimney, but he could barely move. Oh, man. So luckily, yeah, that'd be scary. That'd uh, be scary as fuck. I, yeah. I'd be panicking. I would have so, died right there. <laughs> yeah, I know. But he luckily, he managed to wiggle just enough to reach his cell phone and call for help. So firefighters arrived and used specialized equipment to free him. He emerged from the chimney covered in soot, but physically uninjured, you know, thankfully. But he got arrested and he was charged with one count of burglary. <laughs> that, <told me> shit. <laughs> that, that would suck. What if that's your house? And they have to take your house apart to get this idiot out of there. Yeah, I know. It was so... Man, it's so funny. I just can't believe it, man. <laughs> um, okay, so we got this next story here in... Uh, in late 2012, Christopher Moore broke into the Jarrow Springtown, Texas home in the middle of the night, and he began to burglarize it. Mm-hmm. So when he snuck into the master bedroom, he grabbed a few things and accidentally woke up the owner, James Jarrow. So Moore left the room while Jarrow got out of bed. So Jarrow initially believed that the intruder was his son, but he quickly got concerned when he noticed that his son was still asleep. So he looked outside and he spotted Moore's truck in the driveway. So he grabbed his handgun mm-hmm. and he ran to confront the thief. So Drew managed to chase Moore down and take his car keys. Moore drove, dove safely inside his truck and hid while Drew and his son held him at gunpoint. 
So now Moore was now Moore is a victim. So he frantically called the police and told them, "I'm out in the country somewhere. Some guy's got a gun on me. He's going to come shoot me." So the police came and, but they didn't help him as as he needed it. You know, mm. he's the one that called and helped. Though he pleaded guilty and was sentenced to seven years of probation and two hours of community service, two hundred hours of community service. <laughs> he became the victim. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, that was so awesome um, crime does not pay I know so I got let's see I got one more here All right. okay so this last one here in, in early 2011 John Finch decided to break into a Delaware house that had been unoccupied since it had been damaged in a storm <clears throat> so Finch had broken into the home before and he was certain he could do it again pretty easily mm. So he entered through a window in the house and he headed straight for the liquor cabinet. He remembered what was there, you know, and so he went for it. So he spent the next three days in a booze-filled drunken haze as he downed three bottles of gin and two bottles of whiskey. So after he cleaned out the liquor cabinet, he decided it was time to go. You know, my, my, my stay is over. <laughs> Party's done. So, yeah. So he discovered that the homeowner had changed the lock since his last burglary. A key was now required to open the door even from the inside. What? So he was unfortunate. Yeah. So unfortunately, he was too drunk to deal with the locks to climb out the window he had originally broken into. So because he was fucking <laughs> in a bad spot, he called nine one one. Fuck! I need help. So, oh my so god. Officers, so officers arrived and spoke to, with him through a cracked window, and then they realized quickly that he was not the homeowner. <laughs> he was taken to the hospital to sober up, and he was charged with burglary. <laughs> so. <laughs> So, <clears throat> yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. Yeah, I think the it biggest was... lesson on most of these is don't fucking do drugs or drink with your committee crimes. Yeah, <laughs> that's 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 probably a good message. <laughs> I mean, do sober, plan, but it was... plan what you're gonna do. Yeah, you know, focus on what you need to get done, and then you can you know you probably get away with a lot of crimes. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> but, I, I mean, I can't believe, you know, these guys all calling the cops on themselves. That's so crazy. I know. Like, <laughs> I, like if I was doing something stupid, I would know not to call the cops. But I guess, I mean, they're criminals. They're dumb criminals for a reason. I mean, they're probably mm-hmm. not using a lot of logic or, <laughs> nah. or any kind of common sense. Like I said, I most agree. of them are pretty drugged up. So, I can see why they're that stupid. Yeah. But again, yeah, yeah, some of them were pretty drugged up. Some of them were just like like those two guys who were on the lamb. Like, fuck, you know, if we get caught, we're going back to prison. And so, <laughs> so <laughs> they went to the forest to freeze. Uh, <laughs> All like right. you said, crime doesn't pay, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's enough of the internet for tonight. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us for another night at the bunker. If the world doesn't end by then, we'll see you guys next week. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>